0: Welcome back to another episode. Have you guys subscribed to our Instagram yet and TikTok? (laughs) They're having the little shits. (laughs) Literally. Like, we need some appreciation here. We need to see some love. Come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. We don't want to do our daytime jobs anymore. Uh, Come on, literally, we're done. Okay, I'm tired of, like, living paycheck to paycheck. I know. Look at me saying this, and I'm not even working at the moment. I'm on sick leave. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, Rosset? I'm good, actually. You good? I'm I'm good, yeah. Alhamdulillah, I'm really good. So I wanted to follow up. I think we did an episode, uh, I think it was two weeks back or so, about the, what was it called, Athkars and stuff like that. No, no, don't try it.
1: What? What's coming up? What do you mean, what's coming up? What's coming up soon in November?
0: Oh. So, my anniversary's coming up. hey, What year now? So, I'm going into the sixth year of... No, I've just finished... No, I'm going to the seventh year of marriage. God, I don't even know. Do you know what? I forgot it was my anniversary. Can you believe seven years? No, it was six years. I'm going into my seventh year. Okay. What? So, okay, fine. So, I'm finishing six years.
1: You're finishing six... Yeah, you're going into your seventh. So, yeah, yeah, 7 i
0: I'm going to my seventh year, yeah. yeah. I can't believe it's seven years I ago. Know. I'm i not going to lie. I thought I was going to get divorced within six months. You know what? I'm not going to lie either. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am toxic. Hey, you done really well. I have. MashaAllah. You know, I'm Allah, sick. Allah. I can't
1: believe how time has I can't believe it's seven years when i done a speech at your wedding. I know.
0: I wow. know. No, it's not. It's been six years. Stop saying seven years. Six, seven, same thing. Oh my God, this girl. So Honestly. then how do you feel? Do you know, I forgot it was my anniversary. Allah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Standard. Email. My husband had to remind me. Your husband reminded me. Yeah, yeah. And then, even then, he was like, oh, anniversary coming up soon. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is coming up. And then I got the wrong date.
1: You're oh, such a man.
0: I know. I honestly, I really am. And then I got the wrong date. And then he was like, no, it's not, it's not on Saturday. It's on Sunday. And I was like, no. Yes. And then he was like, yes. Have you forgotten the day we got married? And he was like, yeah, it's this day. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, wow. So how do you feel? Like, do you know what? It's weird, actually, because when he said it, I thought about it. And I was like, whoa, time has really flow Like, you know, it's really gone. And, you know, I think my, you know, my marriage, alhamdulillah, there's been lots of ups and downs. We've had lots of tests. Like, you know, the kind of standard tests, you know, finances, you know, Pregnancy, sickness, all that kind of stuff. So it wasn't the easiest of years. And I think, especially, I think most people can attest to this, you know, after the honeymoon period is over, then shit becomes real, doesn't it? Mm. But, you know, I feel good. I'm happy that I'm here. But actually, there's something that I heard called the seven years itch. You haven't heard of that. Yeah, so what used to happen, there was this thing, I think this, this psychologist or something like that, he basically was saying that after seven years you're more likely to have like stagnation in your marriage I could imagine but
1: yeah that would be like the second or third like people say the fifth year if you go if you get through the
0: like five years of marriage that's it you're going to be married for the rest of your life there was a movie in 1955 called the seven year itch Mm -hmm. by marilyn monroe yeah and in the movie marilyn monroe tempts her neighbor to stray while his wife and children are away for the summer god. So ever since then, they've labeled that as the seven years itch, which is basically a period of restless angst. And as a result of that, a lot of people have used that as an excuse for infidelity. Yeah. But that's obviously with the non-Muslim world. I don't know what it's like with the Muslim world. Ooh. Yeah. Inshallah, it's different. So what basically a study suggests, I think I can't remember who the study was done by, that such an itch is often a reality and what they did, they looked at 93 married couples during the first 10 years of marriage and they showed two typical periods of decline. Mm-hmm. And what they defined decline was, was a decrease in marital quality measured by taking into account passion, satisfaction with the relationship, amount of shared activity and agreement between the partners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what they found was that the marriages start with a bang and passion is usually high and that's what they call the honeymoon period. And once it wears off, they showed a decrease in overall quality over the first four years. Mm. And this is called the first decline. Then the marriages tend to stabilize before another decline sets in around year seven, year eight. Mm. Yeah, so that's what they were saying. And the way they kind of said this, the first decline is usually because, you know, you're just adjusting to new roles. But the second decline is often related to things like birth of children. And what they found is that when they're going through the seven-year itch, couples tend to disagree more, they become I'm a lot less affectionate. They share fewer activities and they generally feel like overall dissatisfaction within the marriage. Ooh. So obviously this is not a very good topic to talk about when oh you're talking God, about your it's anniversary. so negative. I think I think it's important to see stuff like this. I don't see it as something negative. Like, I don't know. I've I'm always I'm always one of those people who is just curious about a lot of things. Mm. And I think everything is how you take it. So, for me, it's like, okay, it's a warning sign. This is something that could happen. Therefore, let me look out for the signs of it and prevent it. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. So, I think everything is based on perspective personally. Okay. So, I'm not like thrown by it or anything like that. And I think it depends on what your expectation of marriage is, personally. Yeah, you know what? I'm never going to forget.
1: You used to give like a lot of hardcore advice when you were single. Do you remember you used to live together? What did I used to say? I there's forgot. two things I will never forget. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope I don't forget with my ADHD memory. So yeah, so there's two things that you said to me that I never forget. Okay. And when we lived together. Go on. Um, the first thing was, no one wants anything broken. So you need to fix yourself. Because you know how people are like, oh, you're from a broken family, you're from a single parent, you know, like, you're broken. Like, no. You said, Maris, no one wants anything anyone broken. Do you want something broken? If I gave you a vase and it was broken, would you want it? And I was like, no, obviously I don't want it. Well, exactly, no one wants a broken person. And I think that really shaped the way I look into relationships. Cause really? I'm like, yeah, because I'm like, no one wants anyone broken, so I need to fix the flaws within me so that's one thing that you said and the second thing is that you acknowledged your you know your um, perspective about marriage about you know I'm scared that when I get into marriage I'm going to have one foot in and one foot out
0: Yeah. yeah so how's that been for me yeah since so just to kind of give a bit of background to why did I have those views Mm. so obviously I grew up in a single parent household and I didn't have the most positive view of marriages and Mm. stuff like that same same. you know just in terms of you know male figures and things like that so I I just had this really negative angry view of men And then one day someone said to me, oh, you know, you're broken. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, someone did say that to us. Yeah. Someone said to me, oh, you know, you people have come single. F- and they weren't from a single family. Yeah, they weren't. Do you yes, remember? Yes. Oh, my God. That had,
1: were, yeah. You know, what, I'm
0: like literally that just. Is it hurting it yourself? You know,
1: like a wound, you know, like. Yeah, it opened, it opened a wound. a
0: wound. Yeah. yeah. We were talking with a bunch of people about getting married. And they said to me, I was going to be the last one because I'm the most broken. Yeah. And I was gonna be the you were the second to last, yeah. You were the second to (laughs) last. I got so offended, and I was just even though I am the last, but like, (laughs) well, you never know who's gonna marry. So they were right, but but the thing is, when they said that, I was like, whoa, this is how people view me. People think I'm broken. I don't want to be broken, and then I was like. Who's going to want someone who's broken? I don't so want someone who's sad. broken. And then that's when I realized, I was like, this is the thing. It depends on your personality. Like I said, I'm the type of person who, alhamdulillah, Allah has blessed me with the ability to be able to see every negative into a positive. I just can't be bothered to be depressed about stuff. I get really tired and really bored really quickly. You mm-hmm. know that about me, yeah, right? No, yeah, Yeah, yeah. So then I felt sorry for myself for like three, four minutes. And then I was like, do you know what? I don't want to be broken. What the hell? And I just sat there and like went through my flaws. You know, how the hell am I going to sort myself out so that I am not a broken person? I need to get this mentality out of my head. She was because... literally pacing up and down the flat. No, I was really affected by it. What someone saying to
1: you, bro? I was like, so offended. You know, when you said to me, Maris, no one wants any, anyone broken. I was like, I don't know, it just hit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we used to sit there, hate on men and have all these high expectations and have this and have that. When that reality hit me, I looked at Maris in the eye and I was like, listen, we need to fix up. Okay, we can't go into a relationship with this mentality because either two things are going to happen. Either one, we won't be able to find anyone because we've got all these crazy expectations and, you know, like just crazy views on life. Or the second thing is, we will get married and our marriages won't last because we are so biased and. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we'll toxic. We were toxic. Just, yeah, I'm not we're toxic. Lie.
1: Oh, just give up straight away. We'll just give up just straight like, away. Like, I
0: knew you were going to do this anyway. So all I did was I decided to work on myself, and we can talk about that in another episode because we've got lots of stuff to talk about today. <laughs> true, actually, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I wanted to change my perspective because I realized that this wasn't going to help, and that's why when I talk about the seven-year itch, it doesn't bother me too much because I am like, okay, what am I going to do to stop that? So that's my project. What am I going to do to stop that happening to me? If that makes sense.
1: Hmm. Well, happy anniversary anyway. Thank you. I don't think I'm going to see you on
0: Sunday. You're not going to see me on Sunday, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's a just... big milestone, and I'm happy for you. Yeah, it's a big milestone. It was a big shock, actually, when I told my mom. She was like, whoa, it's been that long. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> can you believe it, guys? Yeah,
1: excellent. <laughs> You're that beautiful boss. That's not broken.
0: I probably, I'm, <laughs> I don't know no, about that. no. I still I'm still messed up let's not ask my husband for his opinion of me but we'll see what happens but yeah anyway I've got a question to ask you okay so guys you're gonna get sick of my uh, questions I always ask questions and just get used to it okay so would you rather Okay. okay this is our question of the week and guys you should comment on our Instagram because I want to know what you guys think as well I love how I keep advertising on Instagram and it's got like two posts in it. I know, I'm sorry.
1: I'm going to do more on that. I'll do apologize. It's my fault. (sighs)
0: That's so funny. Just comment away anyway. You can create posts for us. Anyone want to take on our role? (laughs) I know. Okay. Would you rather Mm -hmm. find someone, yeah, who is your absolute soulmate, Mm. who is your love of your life, the best, most perfect guy for you, yeah, But you only be married to him for one year, but that year would be magical, right? Mm. And he passes away after a year, okay. or would you rather have a mediocre relationship but you basically last, you're stuck with him until the day you die? Imagine 70 kilos of dead weight. No, but he's not dead weight, he's an average guy, it's just a mediocre relationship. Like he's not a bad person. He does the basic things that you're meant to do as a husband. So he's not a bad guy. He's just not the love of your life. Okay. So I'm definitely going to go with the, having that one
1: year of an amazing relationship. Really? A hundred percent. I think it's because I've never experienced like intense love. I never grew up with, you know, seeing successful marriages. So for me, It's an alien thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I would definitely go for a relationship that's absolutely amazing. And it ends because then, Alhamdulillah, as Muslims, this dunya is nothing anyway. Like I know I'm going to see that person again. So I will look forward to that. Really? Yeah. There's this girl, this woman I follow on Instagram and she met her husband Quite late on in life. Yeah. Um, And, you know, they had an amazing relationship. It was like a year or something. And he was diagnosed with glioblastoma. It's a really aggressive brain tumor. And he died within 18 months. And I see her post all the time. And it's just so cute. And it's so sad. But you could tell that she's just so happy. And now I think she froze embryos or eggs or sperm. And she's actually going through IVF uh, with her dead husband's sperm, yeah. just Isn't to... Isn't that a bit weird though? I don't think it is, I think like just to have that memory of him, you know, imagine like a child that smiles the way he smiles and like has his eyes I find that really cute, I'm really soppy like that. You are. So yeah, I'm really, really, you don't know, even do like even though I'm not, if you look at me, I look like an angry bird <laughs> 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 I literally look like an angry bird, That's just gonna explode, a woman on edge, so yeah, so I would rather have that one year of true love. Because like when you want to hear like a guy saying to you, I wrote you a letter for three hundred and sixty-five days. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> She's actually quoting the notebook.
1: Literally. It's, She's actually quoting the notebook. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm the type of person that
0: Very sentimental,
1: I'm in my feels, I I look at a person's body language, I notice what they don't like, what they do like, and you know, because I'm always that type of person, I don't normally receive that, so I would prefer that one year of intense love. But then they're gone. But they're not gone.
0: No, I know, but even then, how do you live without them after that, that love that you've had, how do you move on? You know, I think life is about love.
1: And you haven't really lived if you haven't experienced love. So if you've experienced love in that one year, then you lived life. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a bit of a cynic, to be honest. I'm not a cynic. I just, you know, I, I think life is about having peace <laughs> and being able to sleep at night. I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm between two minds with, with that question, actually.
1: There was this 80-year-old lady who I was speaking to the other day and she was really, really depressed. When I asked her, okay, what's going on? What's making you so depressed? She was like, I can't live another day without my husband. Oh, God. Yeah, and then I was like, your husband? She's like, yeah, he passed away two years ago. We've been married for 65 years. Oh, And she goes, we did everything together and now he's gone. I literally can't function. You know, I loved him so much and he's gone. And, you know, there's days that I don't want to wake up I want to be dead so that I could be dead with him. And you know what? I smiled while she was telling me this. I literally smiled. And I said to her, listen, I'll go, you know, that's really sweet. Obviously, it sounds very depressing because, you know, your husband's like, passed. passed away. Yeah. But like, it's so beautiful that you had 65 years of beautiful memories. And yeah, she's um,
0: been a bit greedy. I'm not going to lie. 65 yeah, you years know what? In of my good head, memories. I was like, you're such a greedy cat. <laughs> Piss off right now.
1: Here's me like hopping. <laughs> saying
0: what's your favorite color (laughs) what's your favorite meal yeah 65 years that is so greedy but i get it i get it especially at that age you're so used to having that companion but at the same time it's like really lady like
1: really like and i actually had to stop and i'm "I'm so sorry i'm 34 (laughs) and i'm struggling to find one so be grateful honey but yeah it was cute but Mm. she started laughing after that when i said that
0: yeah but yeah so I definitely said ad- I really admire marriages that last that long. But the thing is though, this is the question. So were they soulmates or did they just because they lived for so long together, they mm. became like, you know, besties. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no hundred percent. Because I think there's a difference. So I don't know, I just want peace in my life. Like, I want to go is it to bed peace and if you like mediocre chocolate. Like, you know, he does what he needs to do. Like, I don't know. I just think for me personally, I think there's more to life than just just marriage, like I don't know. I've you always sound had like an old view. lady. Do I sound like an old lady?
1: No,
0: I just, I really think there's, I don't know whether it's my cynicism or whatever, but I just think there's more to life than just romance. Like, you know, with you, it's like, oh, you haven't lived, you haven't had love, but there's so many other things and there's so many other types of love that there is. I don't know. I'm just not that, I don't think it's that deep. And for me, I know myself. If I ever got a love like that, I would never recover. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would rather just you know have someone who's like a good guy he's decent like I live a peaceful life you know you want a fireplace you don't as long as he's my fireplace I don't care I love that analogy I really 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 love that
1: analogy and you told me that analogy too late my dating life I'm so, looking okay, for the firecracker. Yeah, literally, everyone's looking, Everyone for, like, looking the for fireworks. Fire...
0: Yeah, everyone's looking for the fireworks and like, you know, well. Wow. And I was like, you don't need a fireworks. Fireworks won't let you sleep at night. And you know, you get into like your 30s, you need your sleep, man. No, you can't survive like you need to find a fireplace so you can feel nice and warm and cozy and whatever kind of thing. And also I think you can shape your marriage however you want to shape it. Do you know what I mean? And you don't know if you'd lasted with that guy, it would have fizzled out and become like every other marriage. I'm sorry, I don't believe oh, that. Wow. Well. Well, no, it's. I really don't. I don't believe in these crazy love stories. I don't believe in that. Okay, fine. Do you but believe in soulmates?
1: Well, I kind of do. Yeah. Like because before we were in this dunya, there's a station where all the souls were. Yeah. Um. So you know, like how sometimes you see someone and you're like, oh my god, it's like I've known you or I've really liked you. Yeah. That's because you were close there in that soul station, and apparently, I hope not saying it wrong but like if you I've heard that before if you had your back towards someone in a soul stage, you don't get on with them don't get along with them so I do kind of believe in, in soulmates but not not
0: really have you ever met someone who you thought this could be my soulmate
1: you know what I think I met someone like that but then I think I needed to go through them in order to experience what I want in my life so no I don't and also I have experienced a fireplace I, I let a fireplace go
0: oh no yeah
1: so not that I've let them go as in like it just never happened it, it never happened but they were like my fireplace like if I think about them there was the type of person that I will feel like I'm warm and I'm comfortable and
0: I could sit there but do you know what, the thing, good thing about fireplaces is there's more than one. That's true. Yeah, that's true. so it doesn't matter. No, 100%, 100%. Yeah, there's lots of appliances that can make you feel warm. 100%. an <laughs> <yeah. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. optimism, optimism. No, 100%. No, I'm like 100%. the cynical optimist. Does that make sense? So, like, I will find a way to see the silver lining in every bad situation. Yeah, I love that about you. Honestly, I love that about you. Well, it's true. Every I time just, I come to
1: Russet's house... And I updated her with my atrocious dating life. She'll always just be like, allow him, next.
0: (laughs) Dating life's too short. Come on, when you're eight years old, you're not going to care about any of this. No, 100%. You literally won't. You'll forget. Like, look at your life from before when you grew up and the difficulties that you had when you were growing up. That pain is gone. (sighs) You remind me a bit of, like, my neighbour, actually. What do you mean, who?
1: So, my little cute neighbour. I'm going to give her a shout-out, Sylvie. She's... Always shouting at me because she's like, when are you going to get married? Your mom's going to get married before you, blah, blah, blah. But she's really cute because she's been married for 65 years. Yeah. Always shows off her letter from the Queen. She was like, I've been married for 65 years, Maris. And the reason why that is, is because of compromise. And that's something that I don't see in you. She actually said that to me She's just like You know Back in the days I never had a job Or I used to work In a local shop So my husband Used to be the breadwinner And because of that I had to accept A lot of things Yeah And because of that There was a lot of compromises But she goes But with you You've got your career You've got whatever Compromising will be very difficult for you. Yeah, she's always giving
0: me like advice. That kind of Every advice. time I walk past her, she's like, Oh, you come here, Maris," and I, like, oh, God's sake, we get another lecture again. I think we often live in a dream world, and we have this idea of what we think marriage is going to be like. And that's the one thing I've realised: like, marriage is nothing like what you think it's like. But at the same time, it's like all your other relationships. Every relationship you have, you have to put some level of work in it. So, for example, with um, family. You have to start putting work in once everyone gets married and everyone's got their own life and whatever. You put the work to kind of keep your family together, right? Friendships, when you leave wherever you made your friendship, whether it was school, university or whatever, then you put that effort in to keep your friendships, right? Yeah. So similarly, your relationship, there has to be some element of compromise. And, you know, it's one of those things where you have to work at it and there's going to be conflict and there's going to be lots of things. And I'm nowhere near an expert at all. In fact, I probably need a lot of work, (laughs) right? I'm the first person to to admit that. But I just think one thing I've realized is the fact that we're not living in a movie. Like, you know, if you're going to be always searching for something better, you will never be satisfied and you will live a life of regret. You might as well just live in the moment. And I don't know, it's just like marriage is important, but it's not your be all end all. Like if you're not satisfied with one thing, then go and find a hobby. In another, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you can build friendships, like, you know, get a hobby, do something for yourself, something that's fulfilling. Like you won't find fulfillment in people. The only place where you find fulfillment is with Allah. So as long as you work with your relationship with Allah, you will feel satisfaction. If you're relying on other people to make you feel that satisfaction, you're never going to have it. That's yeah, just why I think. Anyway, so I've got a question for you. Oh, good. So, hello, my dear brothers and sisters. I am 33 years old. About 18 months ago, I lost my wife in an accident. I have a son from the marriage. In the same accident, my sister-in-law, so this is my wife's sister, lost her husband as well, and she's left out with two daughters. I have been living all alone with my son, still 2.5 years old. To be honest, it has been challenging. Never have I considered remarrying because I don't want my son to get a stepmotherly treatment. Also, the people who have kids know that a lot of sabora is needed in handling them. Recently, my brother-in-law, so this is my wife's brother, approached me and asked, will it be a good idea for me to marry his sister, who's also my wife's sister, who is widowed, emphasizing on the fact that she will be a good mom to my son, as she is also his aunt. Please don't judge my brother-in-law. He is a gem of a person and very open-minded. I really don't know what to think and where to take it from now on. I am sure I can be a good father to all the three children, inshallah. However, what kind of complications will this have on all the three children? Will this new relationship work out? What should I consider and what should she consider? Wow. Do you know what? I didn't even read this question properly when I saw it and now I read it and I'm like, I'm blown away <laughs> while I was reading it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so just to kind of summarise, you've got somebody who's married to to his wife, they've got a son who's two and a half years old and then the wife passed away and the wife had a sister who also was married, she's got two kids and then her husband passed away and now their brother-in-law, who happens to be the brother of the sister and of the wife, has recommended him to marry that sister. So basically what happened with or the other one, who isn't it? The brother-in-law is who? The brother-in-law is the wife's sister, but also the other sister's brother. The sister's brother, okay.
1: Yeah, that's a sticky one. Yeah, no, I'm so, no.
0: <laughs> no. But it's very common, like, people to co- marry if a spouse dies or something like that. They marry the friend because of the kids. Because that's a very, that's a very important thing to think about. Yeah, no But 18 months I would be so offended It took it 18 months To get over me How long would How long Five years Is that how long? Yeah You would wait Until you remarried Oh no, not me I would expect my husband To wait that long For five years Yeah Okay But for me The, the rules are different Okay, so what, why? Would what you mean The rules are
1: different? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but straight after the funeral <laughs> Next day
0: I hope Lord Burbank can listening to this. <laughs> no, there's two separate rules. Yeah, I want to hear this. No, because... <laughs> I don't know why. I, I can't justify it to you guys, but I personally would want Lord Burbank to wait at least five years to get over me, but I don't want that rule for myself. And it's completely unreasonable but I don't care. Okay, so, what's, your, what's the rule for you then? 18 months. Allah.
1: <laughs> you sit up with your whole chest. <laughs> you didn't even think about that right now. You had that in your head before. <laughs>
0: okay, two years. I'll add another six months. Two years. Two years. Your yeah, life's too short, man.
1: Uh, so, you wait two years and then get remarried.
0: Yeah, you can't grieve forever. Not even like, well, you've got a baby chip. So. Oh, yeah, that, that complicates things, isn't it? you confused confuse baby shit. Yeah, so I can't think too in-depth about this because I know Lord <laughs> will be very offended that I'm even <laughs> lamenting he his death, is. thinking about his death at this moment in time. Yeah, I don't know. I think, do you know what it is? It's because, I don't know, I, can't, I honestly can't justify it, but that's the thought I have in my mind. I would like to think that I'm really special and I think it would take someone five years to get over me. Five years ain't that long, by the way. Do you know what this reminds me of? There's this show that I was watching a while back, but then it got really, really stupid after a while and I stopped. Oh God, was it seven hours long? No, it wasn't seven <laughs> hours long. It was longer. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it went on forever and they really just stopped. I think it's still going on. I think they haven't stopped. It's called Manifest. And the premise of the show is that there was a group of flight passengers who were coming back from Jamaica and... When they were about to board the flight, there was an announcement and they said, oh, we've overbooked the flight. And basically what they offered was a form of compensation to whoever was happy to take the next flight. So there was a family there and in the family there was a married couple. So let's say a man with his wife and his two children who were twins. And also his sister was there as well. And she was soon to be engaged. She hadn't quite made the decision whether or not she was going to marry the guy. And then also his parents were there as well. So this is just, imagine this family's there and lots of other families are there too. But we're going to focus particularly on this family. Anyway, so then what happened was they decided to split up. So the wife and the daughter went onto one flight alongside the two parents, yeah? And then the sister... And him and his son went on to the second flight, yeah, because they wanted the conversation. So anyway, the flight journey was okay. The only kind of significant thing was there was like lightning at some point and like there was a bit of turbulence. And then they arrived at the destinations like normal. But when they arrived at the destination, the airport control was really weird. They'll be really weird, like what, what flight is this? And the airport was like, yeah, it's us, we're coming to land, we're on schedule. And they were like, what so then when they arrived there was like fbi there there was quarantine there's everything because apparently this plane had been missing for five years mm. so it's a bit like you know the malaysian airline that yeah, went missing yeah that's exactly what i was just thinking about yeah. yeah if it came back you know you'd be like where have you been mm. like what the hell anyway so these passengers had not aged a bit right so literally for them it's been four hours they are confused as to what's happened. However, all of their family members who were not on that flight have all aged five years. Oh, wow. So, so for example, the guy who was one of the main characters in the show, him and his, you remember his wife and his daughter, they went ahead, right? The daughter was five years older. Yeah, oh, wow. so he basically she, missed she was, five years of life. And she was a twin, yeah. And the boy is like five So now. the boy, I think he was like 10 or something, so he was still 10. And whereas his sister is now 15 years old and they're supposed to be twins, right? And then the guy, his wife, had moved on and fallen in love with another man. Oh, well, wow. Yeah. And then his sister, who was supposed to be engaged to this guy, the guy had moved on and been with someone else. And there was lots of stories like that. So loads of people had moved on or their family members had died or whatever kind of thing. So just taking that scenario, sorry if I've ruined it for anyone else. Like Honestly, it's really not worth watching. <laughs> like It's great. The first two seasons are amazing. Then after that, it just becomes really crap. But anyway, what would you do if you were in that situation? So, who am I in this situation? Let's start off, you're in the flight. So, I'm not the one that's aging. No, no, you're... you're. Winning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so firstly, I'll be happy because I'm not
0: aging, and even though he's moved on. No, but for you, time hasn't changed. Like, an hour ago, you are on the plane, and four hours ago, you were in Jamaica. So, to you, your reality is... Nothing's changed. changed. I don't stand yeah. yeah. So it's not like, oh yay, I'm still young and. I think it- obviously there'll be a, a massive shock. And yeah. I would be really disappointed
1: if I saw my husband because five years for me it's not that long. I don't know. It depends how long we've been married for. So I'm assuming we we're married for more than
0: what ten years. Eight yeah. Years. Let's say okay. Let's say you're married for. Let's make it fair. You're married for five years. So you are married for five years and you forget me in five years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He moved on
1: wow. after eighteen months. Well, I'm glad that this plane happened because it just shows his true colours if he just got married <laughs> after five years. And now I've got my youth, so who's winning?
0: So you just move on. I'll just move on. What if you have kids with him? Well Would that complicate things. So the Dorse is fifteen now. Yeah, but is- if you're a Muslim, he can have a second wife. Would you remain as a second wife? No. Well, technically you'll be the first wife, but Yeah. Would you remain as like, you know, you know what this can, reminds he can me of, keep
1: you both. You know what this reminds me of? Sunset Beach. Have you ever watched Sunset Beach? I remember it, but I forgot. It. Like, I remember the memory of there was Sunset Beach, Beach, but I don't remember the actual stories. Oh, my God. It was my favorite, favorite plot in it, it was exactly the same, similar to this movie. And it was Maria if anyone remembers anyone's as old as me no but, so there's a lady called maria and then this guy called ben who's always feeling around with his hair, and he's always known to be like the heartthrob or whatever in the show so they were together they went on to a cruise they were madly in love and then she fell off the boat and the cruise and maria was lost and ben was devastated And then he got back and he couldn't think about anyone but Maria but then obviously he moved on and he met a woman called Meg. I can't believe I'm remembering these
0: names because they were literally 20 uh, literally. years ago. Not even 20, 30, I remember joking. you in university. 27 years We had ago, to repeat things 10 million times for you to remember it and yet you can remember this stupid I know, show. I <laughs>
1: imagine, I've got a brain of Dory from Finding Nemo yet when it comes to things like this. But yeah, so he met a woman called Meg and came in love or whatever. And then they had the wedding day. And on the wedding day, Maria came in. Oh, God. But then Maria, when she fell off the boat, I feel she hit her head somewhere, obviously. And she got a concussion and she forgot everything. Yeah. So she forgot who Ben was. Oh, that's a nice way, though. Because then it's just like,
0: okay, I don't care about you.
1: Yeah. So I think she was with someone and then she interrupted the wedding. But obviously, she didn't know who the groom was. She just came. She innocently came. But then when Ben saw her. Stories back in the days. Uh Yeah. And then when Ben saw her, he literally went pale and he just couldn't continue with his vows.
0: Okay. So you've int- opened a good can of worms here. Okay, guys. Oh, good. We're going to question her deeply. Okay. And I want you guys to think about this as well. So we've talked about what would you do if you were the person who was on the plane? Okay. What would you do? If you were the person who was at home, whose husband went missing for five years. Yeah. And you assumed he was dead. First of all, would you move on? Yeah. And second of all, if you've moved on and he comes back, obviously there's no option of, you know, You can't marry them both. What are you doing? I know
1: what type of person I am. I cling on to things. So I know if I've never done a janaza for my husband, I know that he's out there somewhere. I'm one of those that will be like, you know, one day he will come home. So I know personally myself, I wouldn't remarry for a long time. Really? Um, So what's, what's a long time for you? So it depends. So like obviously biological clock is ticking. Yeah. So if I had kids, in this scenario, I have a child, mm-hmm. I am twins, mm-hmm. so I think for me, 10 years. And well, what about if you don't have kids? And if I don't have kids, and I'm my age now, then it'll be a bit sooner. Okay. But it'll be very, very tough. It'll be like, I think I'll need to go to therapy. Okay, so what happens when he comes back? What are you going to do? What, and then I'm married? Yeah.
0: Then... Yeah, I can't. I can't. Islamically, would your marriage be void or not? Because apparently, this situation used to happen to people who were in like certain countries in the yeah, Middle yeah, East or something. And stuff like yeah, that. war. I think Imam Malik, I think, I think he was, was the longest. I think his one was
1: um, seven years, if I'm not wrong. He's was if a man and wife is separated for, I think, seven years, then she can remarry. Gets, yeah, gets invalid or something like that. Like a very long time. Really? Yeah. Whereas the man can just remarry. Well, yeah, because obviously he's up to, he can marry up to four wives.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so that's different.
1: I'm seething
0: at the moment. Well, you've told me the seven years thing. That's changed everything. No, but that's Imam Malik, isn't
1: it? I'm late. I, I yeah, think that's um, stretchy. You, you go I follow to the Shafi'i. What does the
0: Shafi'i say? I don't know. I'm not
1: going to. Okay, I should have is... listened in my fiqh. <laughs> clearly. But
0: I just thought that would never if happen. If anyone to me, knows, so... please let me know. Yeah. What would I do? I don't know. I think I'll probably remarry. I, I don't know. I would assume he's dead, and you know, I would grieve, well, and then I'll you move on. Even you haven't done janaza, like you
1: haven't seen the body.
0: Thing is, I don't know. It depends how how long I've been married to the guy for, and what our relationship so was ten like. Ten years. So are we talking about my current husband? No, we're not talking about Lord Burbank. Leave Lord Burbank alone.
1: Okay. In this scenario. So this scenario, yeah. So yeah, so ten years you were together. You had twins. One of them is with you. One of them is with him. Yeah. You, and also, I want you to answer when, if you were to remarry, if your husband was to come back, your former husband, what would you have done?
0: That's such a difficult question. I probably would remarry in the end because you know what I, I asked. I asked. End. I asked Lord Burbert this question, mm-hmm. and I'm going to bet his life out. And he was like, "Yeah, I'll remarry." And then I was like, what about when I come back? He's like, yeah, I'll have two wives. And I was like, excuse me, I beg your pardon. I was like, how dare this? How dare? You? I was so angry because this situation was so easy for him. And yet I wanted it to be a really difficult thing. I thought he was going to be heartbroken you for know ages. You know what?
1: You women are so annoying when you ask stupid scenarios like that because obviously. No, I asked it because I was well.
0: watching the show. Does that oh, make sense? okay, fine. Okay. So I asked because I was watching the show. It wasn't like, oh, I just thought about it in my mm-hmm. head. Okay, you know so right? you're yeah. not
1: asking him a scenario like if I turned into a peg, would
0: you still love me? No, 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 I don't ask him stuff like okay. that. But anyway, so, yeah, I don't know. I think I probably would remarry. I would remarry. I would, I think I would well, just how because... How long, though?
1: I know you would remarry. I think the whole, everyone <laughs> in that's listening to us know that you'll remarry, and especially after 18 months. <laughs> but in this scenario, you have be married for 10 years. Two you have two years. children. Huh? Still two years.
0: Allah. Two years, yeah, two years. I, I can't grieve for too long. I just, I think life's too short. Like honestly, life is too short. I can't be asked. Well, I know that I'd be forgotten that if I died. No, that's Imagine different. Get me like in two years. No, that's different. If someone dies, that's a different thing. My husband I, has died. No, I think about him. That doesn't doesn't take anything away from me. I still love him and I still care for him. Grieving you never forget. Yeah, but you can still like miss somebody and care for them and love them. But you still have to live your life. Like, do you know what I mean? You still have to live your life. You can't just expect the person to just be destroyed forever. And, you know, and I think it depends. So let me clear this up. I wouldn't go looking for another relationship. But if someone appeared and it had been two years, then I would consider it. If that makes sense. But we live in this day and economy, and I no, like how you look. Like, I wouldn't go out purposely looking for a
1: man, but if a man did turn up, after two listen. Years, in this economy, listen, guys, really
0: guys don't just turn up in this economy. But so if years. a guy turned up, then you know Allah brought him. Perfect example. <laughs> <front of> you. <laughs> you know, usually you have to go out hunting. You don't have even hunting no nowadays. I don't know it's what so you hunting. Have to, <laughs> we don't need to drag. Literally, yeah, exactly. There we go. We are the hunters now. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying to you. So if someone <laughs> actually popped up into my, you know, they came into my life, you know, and they ticked the boxes that they should tick, then, you know, what are you supposed Bish, to do? Bash, bosch. Bish bash bosh. Bish uh, bash bosh. I don't know. I'm very, it's not leave. I don't know. I'm very logical with a lot of things, but it doesn't take anything away from my relationship with my husband. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to live, and then you know that's it, you know I'm not saying that you don't have to live, I'm just saying
1: you need to stop living for a couple of years, not
0: but why who am I trying to prove Who am I two trying years. to prove that to no I'm, this is what I'm saying to you. I wouldn't go out looking for someone yeah, let's say for example, someone came onto the scene and it was eighteen months. I would think that's too soon for me to even consider marriage. Yeah. Does that make sense. But let's say for example we cross paths with someone else, yeah. right? And it was two years, I would consider it. to so eighteen months and two years. That's not much of a difference. <laughs> I don't know, to me it is. Okay, cool. It's a whole year later. There's another there's another number on the on the I'm year. On the, okay. Yeah. July twenty twenty three is not the same as January twenty twenty four. Yeah. Facts. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Exactly. Yeah, we have to move on. Life is too short. Oh my god. I might just live for 6 months, who knows. But yeah. Okay, so what would happen if he came back? That would be a sticky one. I think I'll just pick whoever was better. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Whoever whoever treated me better, that's what I'll pick. It's not about loyalty. It's about what what's best kids, for me
1: though, and then they see their dad and like, "Oh my god, daddy." Yeah. Yeah.
0: Soft. Oh wow. You know, happy mum, happy, happy kids. Yeah, Happy mum, happy home, yeah? Yeah, exactly. I'm not the type of person who believes that you should sacrifice your happiness for your children because they're going to grow older and they're going to forget you. So they're going to have their own lives. That's I don't true. care.
1: I agree. I don't you care. Somewhere they go, um, you know, would you pick your
0: husband or would you pick your children? Uh-huh, I'm just said to say, pick my husband. Yeah, same. If he was a good husband, if That's he's useless, husband, then I'll yeah. pick my kids. Yeah. But if he's a decent guy, pick your husband first, then pick your kids. Because if you have a happy house, happy marriage, you're going to have happy kids anyway. It's inevitable. But yeah, that was that. (laughs) Oh, we didn't even answer this No, What's this poor guy going to do? What poor guy? The one whose wife has passed away. Listen,
1: life is, you know, the world, there's plenty of fish in the sea. You don't need to stick with the fish that's in your pond. Not even in your pond, right next to you. I just find it so, it's just odd. He didn't suggest it himself. It was. The brother-in-law has suggested it. Yeah, no, I think that will cause trauma to the children. Really? Yeah, like, imagine, like, you're my new mummy, but you're my maternal aunt.
0: But don't you think that at least they'll have more loyalty to your kid?
1: No, have you never watched Matilda? What happened to Matilda? I can't remember. No, Miss Trunchbull was Miss Honey's auntie. What? Yeah. Really? She was, like, the great auntie, yeah. And then she was... Well, but didn't like she, Ms. like, Honey, s- steal when, the
0: husband or something?
1: This is Matilda. Have you
0: never watched... Red I P- did watch it. I just completely <laughs> forgot the
1: story. All I remember is that chocolate cake. And that's why I made yeah, well, that yeah, chocolate yeah, cake it. Yeah, oh, she made me be a nice chocolate cake. For my birthday. Thank you so much. You're welcome. No, so Miss Honey, that was her aunt. Miss Honey's mum passed away when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. But she waited for Miss Honey's dad to pass away so she could take all the inheritance. But was she married to Miss Honey's dad? No, she wasn't. But she was looking after her, she was like a main guardian. So just because someone's your aunt doesn't mean that they won't treat you like s***. That's true. Facts. So I don't know why I referenced Matilda,
0: but there you go. Yeah, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was so confused. I was like, what? You made me feel bad. And I was like, hang on, I was right. Oh, wait, no. I've got one last question for you. Oh, God. So you know the scenario we talked about, yeah? Which one? The one with the manifest type scenario. And we did... What you would do if you were the person who was on the plane? Yeah. What would you do if you were the partner who was left behind? What would you do if you're the new partner? So, for example, your now husband, his wife who died, is back alive again. I'll give him that choice.
1: I'll sit him down and say, you know, this is very dramatic for you. And because you need to see this this is something that never happens. And... It's no one's fault. And, you know, for her, it was only like, what, four hours, which turned into five years. So I think he needs to have that time to reflect and be like, okay, do I really want to be with my new wife or the one that was on a plane? So I would have given him that time.
0: Okay, so we're gonna have our last scenario. It's really, it's not really a scenario, it's just a comment, and just wanna know what you guys think. So, I didn't appreciate my wife enough. Hi, or unfortunately, recently my wife passed away. She was very young and it happened suddenly. All I can think about since is that I didn't tell her how much she meant to me enough. Don't get me wrong, we barely ever fought, and we were best friends. We were so excited to be expecting our first child but I was naive in thinking we had a lifetime together. I should have taken her on all the trips she wanted rather than saving for a future we never had. Oh my God, that's so sad. I can't sleep all night thinking about all the plans we had made. As Muslims, we should be aware death can happen at any moment, but I just want to share with everyone how I feel. Appreciate your spouse while they're still with you and never go to sleep angry. That is so sad. Yeah. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? What? Uh, that Bruno Mars song. I should have bought you flowers. Yeah. You know that was about a breakup, right? This is not the same thing. I
1: know, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but. He, like, he just, messed up his relationship. This guy, oh poor guy's. God. Yeah, go on. Yeah, but like, similarly in a way that like, you know how, like, I, you know, I never appreciated it. I never told her, blah, blah. It's similar to the Bruno Mars. Like, I wish I took her to the dance. movies. I should have yeah. bought her flowers. Oh, oh, yeah, hold yeah. her
0: hand or yeah. Regrets, man. Regrets. Don't live life with regrets. Yeah. Live life to. This is what I mean. Like, you might not have had the person that you wanted, or you know, or like, life might not have turned out the way that you wanted. But you are the one who can make your life however you want it to be. You know what I mean? With your du'as, with your efforts with whatever, like, and yeah. if you have someone who's, you know, who's a good guy or a good girl or whatever, like you've got good people in your life, you know, you need to show them that love so that you don't have any regrets. And I need to take this advice too. <laughs> 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 I need to sit back and listen to this podcast and see if I can learn anything from it because I'm a complete hypocrite.
1: But well, subhanAllah, that's like, you know, the Prophet when Khadija and her passed away, um, he will still be in contact with her friends. Mm. But I find that so cute. He will give um, gifts and, like, meat to her friends because, you know, obviously he loves Khadija Rada'anha so much. And also the time where Khadija Rada'ana's, um sister knocked on his door, his face went pale. Yeah. That's exactly how she used to knock. Like, look how cute that. So, that's things I find so cute. Like, I noticed. He knows how she knocks. So yeah. He noticed small things. Like, the way that she knocks, like, that's so specific. So, you know, something yeah. that you don't notice it. He noticed that about her. So, I think it is important. And you don't forget. Someone that you love, you never forget. Yeah. And if they were alive, as in, like, with the Prophet, so he never married. It's Um, crazy, isn't it? Can you imagine competing against Khadija or the other one? It's crazy. It's crazy. She's an amazing woman. Literally? Yeah. So the love, that love, it always makes me, like, when I hear about that,
0: it's just like, that's true love, you know? So, uh, Maris, tell us, Maris, Maris's tales of wisdom. Well, it's not my wisdom, it's wisdom that I nicked from Instagram or Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho,
1: but this time it was a tweet I think it was TK Acuna. So shout out to her. Yeah, so there's a story she mentioned about her parents. So I'll read out. When my mother was getting married to my old man, she had one demand. She would not marry or live with an alcoholic man. She was saved. So they married and three weeks into the marriage, my old man went to the busa, which is the local brew and drank um, a gallon. Came home staggering drunk. My mother welcomed him, fed him, put him in bed, packed her bags, left for her father's home very early in the morning. She was not going to live with an alcoholic man. That was that. When my old man awoke, his wife was nowhere to be found. He searched here, searched there. My mother had left. My old man decided he was going to marry another woman. He went looking, but all the women he found had faults. Too lazy, too dirty, my old man was frustrated. He sent emissaries, he quarrelled. My mother's mind was made up. It had been a month. Her father had already enrolled her into a teacher's college. she was not going to live out al- with an alcoholic man. My grandfather, my father's father, supported her. She was a good woman. He finally gathered courage, went to my mother's house. First thing my grandpa said was that his daughter was not an orphan that she was a young, beautiful woman with a whole life ahead of her. And if she didn't want a drinking man, she was going to get just that. My father had to part with one more cow and five goats. As I speak, from the day I was born to date, I have never seen my old man need alcohol. They grew together from being rice farmers to being university dons. Mum's a librarian. Lesson, people give you what you are willing to take.
0: That is facts.
1: Yeah. And then there's more, but I'm not going to read the other bit. I'll read the ending. So if you're okay with crumbs and there's no threats or repercussions, crumbs are what you'll get. Man or woman, no one has your welfare in mind better than you. If I'm toxic, it is not an accident. It is not cowardice. I do it because I could get away with it. I'll teach my son, daughter, that it is not your job to rescue people from foolishness, especially when you are giving your best. You must let them go. One destiny was not tied to the other. They will change when there is something valuable enough to fear losing. You're not it. That was so good. But yeah, it's just like the way she said like her dad has never drank alcohol again. This is the thing. You have to set your boundaries. Yes. And people appreciate that. You
0: have to know your worth and you have to set your boundaries Mm -hmm. in my own. Both as a man and both as a woman. And I think when you set your value, like people will have to match that. Yeah. And people respect you more for it. Hundred percent. So, you know, I he love lost that. her
1: and you know, he knew that he weren't gonna find her because she gave her all. And, and had she and
0: had she not done that, he would have continued drinking and she would have had to deal with him. Yeah. And been, you know And you will change a violent yeah. drunken man every day. Exactly. And you will change
1: if something is worth changing for. Yeah, so stick to your grounds, but yeah.
0: I love that. Love that so much. Thank you so much. Anyway, guys, that's the end of our episode. So someone asked us, how does podcast work? So what you need to do is you need to follow and download the episode. That's basically it. But follow us on Instagram and on TikTok Yeah, and leave a comment. And if you have any dilemmas or you want to kind of, you know, kind of talk to us about the episode it'll be really good actually yeah. to start a communication because we don't know who's listening to us so, you know what
1: <laughs> i have to give it to you guys thank you so much because like we've only just started and yeah. it's been
0: really good like yeah the turnouts were really good actually really, really good i'm so really i'm pleasantly thank you so surprised much, honestly. so thanks for that and uh, keep tuning in and um, take care guys yeah take care Bye-bye. bye bye bye